D&D 5e Character Lab Podcast with your hosts, Karen and Dan. Welcome to D&D Character Lab, a show based around the one thing that we as players cannot resist. And that is compulsively creating characters and daydreaming about their validity in-game. Every week, we bring a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content, and then scoring it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our charisma modifiers to convince one another that our baby is better. I got the best babies. Oh, I make the best babies. Let's 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 get into let's it. Let's talk babies. Well, now, first of all, oh, I, I'm Garen. Oh, I'm I'm Dan. And this is episode two. We are created uh, second level characters for this episode. Yeah, and we uh, we operate solely out of the fifth edition and player's handbook only for this episode. Yes. Uh, we are going to expand into other things in the future because we love Sword Coast Adventures Guide, Volo's Guide to Monsters. Yeah, you can get a little bit of stuff from uh, Curse of Strahd. Eventually, we'll start going into some third-party content. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff out there. Cobalt I, Press. Yeah, I love Cobalt Press. I'm a big fan of Cobalt and Mage Hand. I just want to reiterate something that I said in the previous episode. I am still astounded by the, the depth of content in solely the player's handbook. So this was a good exercise. This was, this was so much fun. And in episode one, if you didn't listen to it, I don't know why, but if you didn't, I won my character, my cleric beat your sorcerer. Uh, I had, it was a score of seven to two, but I, I cannot do simple math. So the score was actually seven to four, and uh, I would like to abstain from ever performing simple math on this show again. Yeah, because, because your intelligence modifier is a negative two, so that's just fine. In, in life, can... yeah, in life, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, but this is a new episode. This is a new character. We have created uh, new beings. I feel I feel more confident this week, so I'm putting all of my you know sore loser attitude aside, and and I'm diving right in. Last week, I created something that I would definitely play in a game. This week, I went to create something that uh, I wouldn't innately want to play. This isn't one of the, the go-tos I would have. So I was trying to branch out and, and try something new, and I like what I've come up with. I think uh, he, this time, I think he is going to be a very fun character to play, and I'm ready to put him to the test against our... You uh, have a bit of a defeatist tone in your voice right now. I don't think that you feel very confident I'm very, in your I'm character. very confident. I'm very okay, confident. Okay. You know what? You want, why don't we jump into it, yeah. and I introduce you to Heido. Okay, Heido. Heido, go see. Heido, right. Heido, one name. H-I-D-O, Heido. Heido is a level two fighter. He's a forest gnome. He's an outlander, and he is a neutral good alignment. A he, neutral good he fighter. Know. This is he doesn't abide by any laws. Let me talk. Let me talk to you a little bit about Heido. Now, Heido's a gnome. He's a forest gnome. He grew up with his other forest gnome people. He uh, once again has a family that's all still alive, as far as he knows. But he left his family because he wanted more. This is a guy who was always out there looking for answers, looking to un- discover things, and he traveled away from his home, and he ended up going into the town, uh, he or a village of high elves, deep in a fey forest. Uh, he was accepted in, he worked as a hunter for them for some time, he proved himself uh, worthy, and he was fascinated by the magic that these elves wield. And he sought to, to learn as much as he could from that. And that is where the bulk of his you know, uh, formative years happened in this high elf city, village, whatever you have, treetop village, walking across, you know, uh, swinging suspension bridges and learning about illusions and all that great elven magic. And uh, Heido is just getting to the point 
where he too thinks he may be able to capture some of that magical essence. So let me get this straight. This is a this is a neutral good fighter that yes. is nomadic and learned things from elves. Yes. This is the most unoriginal character I've ever what heard. What do you mean he's unoriginal? Oh my god, you might as well have made him human. He's a forest gnome. Yeah, yeah. That's he's, a forest, that, he's slight, he's he's quick, and he's deadly. Okay. Well And he has a thirst for knowledge. Yeah, that I mean you used a lot of, a lot of adjectives in your your you're setting the scene you of coming these out hot on me. You were coming out so hot. Yeah. Are you, are you sore from your previous loss? A little bit, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Alright, let me that. introduce you to Iamenos Feinshoot. You can't even say this. Iamenos Feinshoot. You, you got very complicated names. Oh, absolutely. So Say it one more time for me. Iamenos Feinshoot. You are a what? Iamenos Feinshoot. You are a nose? Alright, so he was enslaved in Thay. And as many Typhlings were, or Tieflings, uh, for centuries, and uh, he was imprisoned by both humans and half-orcs alike. He was a carpenter by trade. He actually built the barracks for the soldiers of the half-orcs and humans um, that ruled over him. And he was flogged on a regular basis by these despicable beings. So he fine-tuned his natural magical abilities um, that are afforded to him by his race, and he casted magical... Uh, magical armor of shadows on his comrades at will to prevent further harm. Over time, his hatred just grew so deep, but he never let it show as, as he began to befriend many of his captors and gain their trust. One day, however, Iamenos pulled off an elaborate scheme deceiving his captors through his charm, through illusion, and through just brute force. And that allowed him and his fellow slave cap, uh, slaves to escape to mainland Faerun, uh, where they would then be free. But he acted as their protector along the way, fending off enemies on their voyage um, and successfully getting them all to safety. And he has immortalized himself as a hero in their eyes. So, What is he? You haven't even, t- you haven't even told us what he is. I'm sorry. He is a tiefling. Darn right you're sorry. He is a tiefling warlock, level two, lawful good. Lawful good. This guy... Oh, and you're talking to me about unoriginal and you made a slave? I made a slave. Slave characters, so unoriginal. This is the Harriet Tubman of Tieflings. Whoa. That was a bold claim. This is the Harriet Tubman. Was... He had the Underground Railroad going to Pharaoh. Okay, so where's the warlock come in? What pact is he made with some sort of spirit? What spirit is he uh, connected with? We're going we're gonna to get there. All right. You want to wait? Yeah. Wanna I, don't, wait? I think that we need to... I think that you're feeling a little bit... A little bit intimidated, so that's fine. I don't know, no, gonna about to rock you here. Uh, <laughs> so we are gonna go into our scorecard. Let's do it. Uh, we have ten criteria that we're gonna base this on, and we listed them previously. But let's jump into it right now. Let's go right off the top with head bashing, which is melee combat. Does Ianinos have any melee? Yeah. So he actually has a uh, fifteen strength with a plus two modifier. He is proficient in a quarterstaff and sickle, uh, which he has on his person at all times, which makes a plus four to hit. And uh, I think due to this, uh, he's he's a safe plus one. He's he's a pretty solid striker with um, these simple weapons. So, okay, all right. Well, Haido is uh, he's not strong, but he is very uh, very dexterous, and he possesses a short sword, which he is proficient with. And he can use... Does he have finesse? He does have finesse on the sword sword. Okay. All sword swords have finesse. Read a book. All right, all right. Because look, that's a 1d6 plus 3. Not a ton of damage, but it's consistent damage. It's a plus 5 to hit. He also has action surge, which means 
you know, as you know as a fighter, he can take another attack between short rests. So that's given him quite a bit of utility up there in the front. So uh, he's got a decent armor class, so I think he can mix it up. We're not we're not talking armor. Let's let's back it this train right, up. Right, you I'll are getting way ahead of yourself. To fight. So can can I just um, clarify something? What is his strength? It doesn't matter. No, what's his strength? It, it's an eight. It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter because he's using a finesse-based weapon. So his short sword is based on his dex, which is a 16. Double his strength. Yes, yeah, twice as fast head as bashing. Head bashing is just no He's like a mongoose. Mongoose isn't going to lift up a car, but it's going to pop those tires before you see it happen. Gotcha. So head bashing in a weapon that he is not He's not, not going to bash the head as much as he is going to slice it. Um, Joker style and give you a big old smile yeah, across your that face. Warrant, that warrants a plus one. That's oh, all right. That's generous. You, you, I didn't even I didn't even come at you for your plus one, which I think is a zero. Yours is a zero. Then you, what if what if your guy is equipping a weapon that he doesn't have finesse with? We're breaking even. We're breaking. Yeah, even. we're breaking even. We're breaking even. All yeah. right. Break, let's just call it zero then. Let's call it zero call it because zero. it doesn't matter either yes, way. Yes, agreed. All right, let's go into sharpshooting ranged combat where Haido is about to wipe the floor with let's you. Let's do it. Because of that 16 dex, he's got the longbow, he's got the crossbow. If he needs to, he's got a backup weapon. They both do a D8. He's got a plus three on damage on both of them. He's also got that archery. He is in. He took the archery uh, combat specialty at level two, so he's got a plus two to hit. So that's a plus seven. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with you. That's a plus two. Plus, all right, plus thank two. you. Take it. Um, I'm going to say right off the bat, negative two. I have no ranged weapon. I have a zero modifier to my dex, uh, as my dex is 11. I'm not going to argue this point. I don't. There's, you just want to move on? Yeah, there is nothing. You got All right, fight other battles. Let's all right, it. so you're a warlock, so you should be all over burninating. All right, so for burninating, hmm, I wish I had better things to say. This warlock, no, it's magic. You have well, no, you have, you type, have no magic. This isn't, this isn't the type so of magic. magical warlock. This is 24 karat magic. This is a different kind of magic. We, we, um, so he does have Hellish Rebuke, which um, kind of affords him, you know, basically I point my finger uh, at a creature that has damaged me, and uh, the creature has to make a deck saving throw, and if they fail, they take 2d10 fire damage, and if they fail, they take 1d10. Or just half. So a minimal one D ten. And that's your only that's your only burninating going on. Yeah. I mean, but it's literally You got no cantrips? It's literally burninating. You're a you're a warlock that did not take Eldritch Bletch. Is that what my is that what am I doing? Listen, to? we're gonna get to what I did with the cantrips. Okay. okay. All right. I because of yeah, you so know, you got a minus this, one. You got a minus, minus one. one. You only got one. Minus one. Minus one. Alright, so we're gonna move on? What do you have? No, don't worry about it. What do you have? Don't uh, um well you know, Heido's not Heido's not Focused on throwing fireballs, you know those arrows. Speed minus two. All right, let's move on. <laughs> control freak. How how in control? Uh, I'll go first. How in control is Heido of his world around him? He's actually doing really well when it comes to that because Heido's got that gnome cunning, so he's got advantage on saves against magical spells. Uh, he's got proficiency in survival, and he actually, um, with his Outlander background, he's even got a hunting trap, so he can establish a little bit of sneakiness. I would say that uh, that Haido is a zero. I think he is uh, pretty adept at being able to control his environment. He's also got a five in acrobatics, so he could, you know, he could escape a situation relatively easily. He's not as much going to try to meet it head on as he is trying to get around it. I'm taking a zero. I think. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm not going to argue with you. I think you break even. Um, you're not terribly weak, but you're not. You don't really have anything to talk about. I'm in a similar situation with controlling. 
you know, I, I have awakened mind, which allows me to telepathically communicate with another creature. Um, they don't have to know what language I'm speaking, and they can be friends. So I can speak telepathically and say and coordinate. I don't know how much that buys you, though. Wait a minute, I can. What does that, what control, does that get you? They could. I can just say. No, no, no. I can, I can do an attack. I can do an attack plan without uttering a word. The enemy is none the wiser, and all of my comrades are on the same page. Okay, you, you spoke a piece on that. What else do you have in control? The, uh, did I mention awakened mind? You only have awakened mind. No, no. So I, I also have armor of Agath. I'm going to make an argument and say that this somewhat controls combat because if somebody attacks me, they take mm -hmm. five cold damage. I can use that and they take five cold damage. It controls combat because it intimidates them and dissuades them from attacking me, right? If anything, that's like negative, that's like negative, 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 that's, negative that's, one. If anything, that's like that's magic damage. That's, that's burning. It's just like rebuke, isn't it? It, it's, it's a response to attack. Negative one. I think you did yourself dirty on rebuke, and you should have taken a zero on that. I give you a zero on this because I think you should have taken a zero on burninating because you had two things. I'm gonna give you a zero. This is this is a very low scoring match we have. Going it on is. Right now. It is. All right. All right. Why don't you go first on meat shield? How okay. how much of a hit? Can you take? So um, I actually have Blade Ward, which I have resistance to bludgeoning, slashing, and piercing damage when I use this cantrip for the one round. And then I also have Hellish Resistance, which gives me fire resistance. Um, so because of all of the resistance, I think that I can take a hit and it might, just might, make up for my armor class of 11. Oh. Man, so if, if, if you haven't listened to episode one, he had an armor class of 10. You bumped it up to an 11. You know, was, it, was that hard? Was it hard to accomplish that extra plus every one? Every week we're getting a little better. Yeah. Oh, man, I hope the show week, doesn't last week, very long. Week three, it might be 12. It might be. An armor class of 11. How do you keep achieving such delightfully low armor classes? I think because of the resist resistances that I have and can have, I would argue a negative one. Just Blade Ward? That's all you're offering? Blade Ward and, and Hellish... Um, I'm sorry. Um, and just the idea of people... Try, and how much life does he have? What's, what's his, what are his hit points at level 2? Uh, by the way, this is a good point to mention that we are going max possible hit points just to correct. alleviate any problem so, with rolling the dice. So we are dealing with 18 hit points, which at level 2 is, is beefy. Beefy! It's, it's, it's on the beefier side. You know, it's, what kind it's, of con modifier are you adding on this? Uh, so we have a con of 1 uh, modifier, 13 total. However, the hellish resistance does give me burning. I, 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 would, I would argue negative one. We do have... I can take a hit in certain things. <sighs> what are you saying? I mean... I mean... Negative two? I, I, all right. I don't want to be too hard on you here, but right. I, I just don't think that you, that you can withstand much damage. Like, if it comes at you, the rebuke comes at you, I mean, they're still going to get in on you. They might take some damage back, which bought you something there, but it's not going to stop you from being hurt. It's fair. You're minus two? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, think, I think I'm actually a plus one on this one. Well, mistake your case. All right. Hit points of 22. AC of 14, which is not great, but uh, I do have second wind which is healing that is sustained in the long run so i think i'm getting a plus one i i, I think that haido can uh, can kind of hang in there even though he's more of a ranged fighter if he gets caught in the mix he's not going to go down quickly that's eight more or four excuse me four more hit points than you mm -hmm. and i can heal without anybody else's help plus one all right 
Let's move into ally assistance, the friend zone. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead uh, and start this off. So um, I have mage armor, which I can use at will. I basically touch a willing creature um, who is not wearing armor, and I can basically give them an AC of 13 plus their dex modifier. Which um, would up Heido's to 16, which would be pretty solid. Yeah. He wouldn't be mad about that. Especially yeah. when he's popping off those shots, killing fools. This is this is what uh, this is what Mister Harriet Tubman Tiefling used to help he and his comrades escape. Um, oh yeah, the, the slave plantation. Just, so just beefing up that AC. Yeah. Um, so right, he so uses that at, armor. Yeah, and then w- there's rustic hospitality, which basically excuse me, what? Well, I can find a place to rest, hide, or recuperate among commoners. Um, basically. As a proficiency, I can just do just, that. So because you're, because you're just friendly to just casual folk. So this this horned, uh, what color skin? Purple. Pur- this this purple skinned horned creature who has a connection with some sort of uh, deity that we haven't even touched on yet. Uh, somebody opens their door in like a backwater town, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you can hang out here. Just chill. Just 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 take a nap on my bed. And would you like Would you like to sleep in my kid's bed? Mine with my kids. And you my, could be the big spoon. And my party. Like and it or not. Party. Like it or not. They love the per. Hey, Which may did have you a watch, dwarf did you watch and Bar- a fork. Did you watch Barney as a child? Of course. Okay. What does that have to do? I am basically not Barney. I am basically the purple dinosaur that is also Harriet Tubman. <laughs> you're, you're the Barney Harriet Tubman. Oh, totally. What are, you, I, what are you founding for here? A plus one? Plus two. No. no. Oh my god. Mage mage armor. I am no. giving... You have two things. You have two things to offer. And that's and that's, and the plus one I think is generous. Fine. Accept it. Fine. Um, <laughs> I, on the other hand, am not... Uh, I am not much of a... Of a I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a team I'm player. I'm solo. I'm just, you know... Have I mentioned how much I'm popping off those shots? Oh. I'm really sweet on the bow. Uh, you know, so when your friends, are, so when your friends are in trouble, you're I'll, I'll put them down. No, no, you're Hido. I'm Hido. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm elusive. Uh, Nobody I think, cares. I, I think this is a minus two for Hido. Yeah. It's like, I don't think Hido is is valuable at all to his friends. Let me just double check. I do play the pan flute, which is friendly. No. No. All right. Minus two. It's sort of screechy. <laughs> The pan flute is is soothing, you know. It's almost like an ocarina. No, and know? there's Link no playing the ocarina. Just, no, no. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be clear here. I'm just gonna be real clear on the scorecard. There is nothing that that'll help you state your case about the pan flute. All right, moving yeah, on. Yeah, we will because you know what we're going. All right, Chem- chemical imbalance. Yeah, we're going chemical scores. imbalance. Let me go first on this one. That strength of eight. That's that's not even on the table when it comes to Heido because that <laughs> that's dex, convenient. That dex is everything. <laughs> the dex is everything. The sixteen on the dex, uh, twelve on Constitution, which is decent. That's going to get him some uh, health in the long run. Intelligence of sixteen. Why an intelligence of sixteen on a fighter? I'll tell you because he's building towards an Eldritch Knight. There's the reveal in case you didn't figure it out. Oh, but at we, level three, he's going to start said, throwing oh, spells. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. But last week we made it clear that we're concentrating on the present level. Yeah, we are. We are. But but the intelligence of 16 he is proficient in history so uh that's that's working with him there his wisdom of 12 his charisma of 11 he's not uh terribly unlikable he's he can knows how to talk to people so let's just recap there that's uh strength 8 dex 16 con 12 intelligence 16 wisdom 12 charisma 11 i think that's a very well balanced character scoring you a solid zero what zero plus one 
Plus one. Why not a plus two? Because strength at a negative one is is a extreme vulnerability. Strength. Let me let me state my case, and then we'll then we'll talk about All scores. Right. So strength of fifteen, dex of eleven, constitution of thirteen, intelligence of ten, wisdom of ten, charisma of sixteen. Okay, I can tell right off the bat that you're thinking that you are stronger because you have no minuses. Correct. That doesn't mean everything. It means that what I don't value? have any. I don't have your any intelligence and your wisdom are sixteen. I have no vulnerabilities. You are. You, 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 you are. You do have vulnerabilities right there. I mean, you couldn't pass a blood test. <laughs> uh, the charisma modifier being my spellcasting modifier, I, um, I really don't see any vulnerabilities. I really don't feel like you're casting even that many spells. Plus two, uh, without question. This is extremely well balanced. I think I have a plus two as well. I, you I don't. don't. I think strength is irrelevant. No, I have, a, I I have a plus two. You have a plus one. <sighs> we're not talking about relevancy to the character. We're talking about total balance. Being obtuse. Hydro doesn't need to flex. You're right. If he did, it would be so sinewy. You're right. Because, because when you flex, speed. when you flex with an oh. eight, when you flex with an eight, it actually, uh, there's actually an indentation in your muscle. He's vascular. He's veiny. Fine. Plus one. Vascular. Plus two to you. It sounds like an ED commercial. Don't, don't even get you. All right. Smooth operator. This is how well you handle social situations in a friendly way and how well you get yourself out of uh, sticky situations without ruffling too much feathers, without gaining too much attention to yourself, stealthy especially. Uh, so what does, I, I even forgot what the, what this creepy name I is. I am a nose. I am a nose. Why do you say that like it's so easy? It, I mean, you know, tieflings are Just the... Just because you whisper it to yourself in bed doesn't no, mean man, they're that the Greek everybody gods. understands. They're the Greek gods of the, of the, of, of Pharaoh. You are... Wait, hold on. Barney, Harriet Tubman, and Zeus at this point? They call that the Holy Trinity. <laughs> Who does? It, that is... All right. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to... All right. You know what? We'll go about... straight scorecard here. We're going to talk smooth operator. We'll start with thaumaturgy. 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 You are, you are silver-tongued. Go ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> basically, I can alter the appearance of my eyes i can make a raven cry i can i can make a lot of things happen just kind of at will um as a tiefling i can affect my environment as How is a, making a raven cry a skill it <laughs> i can socially engineer my environment however here i will keep going i can create a minor illusion further helping my by the way charisma of 16 with a plus three modifier proficiency in intimidation and deception but i will just say deception not intimidation but i will say you know being able to charm person as one of my spells i'm extremely strong here i have disguised self i can convince people disguise myself affect my environment cast a minor illusion yes all right well that's something plus two what's your what's your dex modifier Zero. Ah, I don't know about It doesn't... That. No, but the the dex modifier says one thing. But see, here's the thing. Are you I proficient took, in persuasion? But here's the deal. Deception? But here's Intimidation? The, yes. Intimidation and deception, yes. Okay. Here's the deal. The other thing is... Intimidation is more a of hit. a spitting fire. Which I, took, I mean, that's more of an aggressive thing. I took a hit on burninate, burninating because the magic that I utilize, disguise self... Thaumaturgy, minor illusion. These are all things that are going to help smooth out. These operator. are all the ways that you that you created the underground railroad of Faerun. Absolutely. That you and your friendly uh, plush dinosaurs snuck under, and then threw bolts of lightning at those damn, horrible half orcs. Damn tootin' it! It's a solid plus two. Right, fine, plus two. But let me talk to you. Uh, quickly about Heido's ability to navigate a situation effectively. Uh, his charisma may be an eleven, but that's not what he's concerned. 
You know why? Because he's got dark vision of 60 feet, so he can see in the dark. He's got an explorer's pack. He's fully equipped for situations, you know, with torches. <laughs> going to uh, explorer's pack. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's got his torches. He's got rope. He could use things with that rope. He's got that oh 16 decks. He's got, he's got a bedroll. What can he hide in there? You don't know. He's also got the pan float. Okay, he gets what, what, are you, what are you? What are you? What are you saying? What are you saying? Give me a score. Plus one. No. Plus one. Zero. Plus one. Absolutely. Explorers pack. Explorers pack. Yeah. All right. No. No. He's got a survival of. He's got proficiency in survival. That's a plus three to survival rolls. Doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with smooth operators. Nothing to do with acrobatics. Acrobatics, smooth operators, getting out of a situation without getting in trouble. No. Plus one. Give me that. Zero. Zero. Come on. Give me that plus one. No. Zero. Acrobatics. No. It has nothing to do with it. Do you have sleight of hand? Uh, no. Okay. No. He's got a three and doesn't hand. Doesn't matter. He's got a three. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You have no. You have you're zero just, charisma. You're, you're just doing anything. You're just no. You're, you're, you're zero time. charisma. Zero charisma, and no sleight of hand. Get out of town with that. Zero. Fine. Uh, you're lucky. You're not in negatives. <sighs> okay. When it comes to spitting fire and Heido, I just looking at him face value, he looks like a minus two. But I think he should be a minus one because. He is so acrobatic, and he does have the ability to escape situations. Even if he takes a hit, he's got that second wind. He's got that action surge. He could get his way out of something. Spitting he's spitting fire, but though. spitting fire is. It, we, we've agreed that it's not only um, aggressive charisma, but it's also your ability to handle situations with more brute force than it is finesse. Right, and he brute handle... force being a strength modifier, which you have a negative one. Oh, you're brutal. Negative two. You have nothing. So here's here's what I'm gonna here's Five. what I'm gonna pose. I'm going to pose a plus one for me. I am proficient in intimidation, which is based... a total of five. Yeah, it gives me a plus five to a roll. I have a plus two to strength, um, so I can kick in a door decently. It's not a plus two. I don't have a full arsenal, but a plus one I think is fair. <sighs> I can't argue with that. I want to argue with that. I can't argue with that. Plus one, fine. Ah, uh, and now we're at the end. The curb appeal. The X factor, what makes this character so playable? Now, I think you're, uh, you've you've at, you've attached a lot of celebrities, a lot of name dropping, on your nose, um, but I don't think he is as appealing to play as this quick shooting, forest familiar gnome. That's you know he's he's ready. He's always ready for action. He might not be your best friend, but he's gonna save your neck in a pinch. And I think you want to play Heido. Okay, um, you know I'm just I'm just gonna say if you if you want to play a hero that's you know just absolutely dude, dude, wait, dude, dude, throw hero down like it's a pronoun. Oh no no oh, his name as is... a matter of fact. He's a folk hero background. That is part of him, my friend. That's not a, that's I can not a say success hero. just because you picked it. Hey, he's a folk hero. He helped uh, He helped his comrades escape uh, from imprisonment. Um, I think that, you know, we can, we can bring this to the Twitter sphere and, and let our audience decide. Um, I if just anyone think, ever listens to this, I think that... Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> they're going to agree that Heido is more fun to play. And, and Iaminos is the Greek god, Barney, and Harriet Tubman, all wrapped up into the Holy Trinity. I, I, I rest my case. Ugh. All right, you know what? And now we're going to get to the point where we're going to tally up the other scores, and I will let you do the simple math. So the, the tallies are in. I have some bad news for you. 
Do you? Yeah, I, I have. It, I'm going to say this. This is a poor showing on both sides. <laughs> I now, ended, now, just to I recap, ended. it was a 7 to 4, the adjusted scores. A 7 for uh, Rasslin and a 4 for uh, Sardar last week. And this week is... Well, that's a difference of 3, meaning this week I have a plus 1 and you have a minus 2. You couldn't even make it into the positives with this character. Okay, but, but Heido is not a, a subpar character to play. He's just not. No, I mean, this is, he's oh. a sub-zero character to play <laughs> by definition. I wish he was a scorpion character to play. That would be so much more fun because then he could say "get over I here." I like the Mortal Kombat reference. Um, all right, so that's one and one. Yeah, and this is the end of episode two here. As we go into episode three and beyond, uh, we will be creating a level three character for next week. We'll also be using. We're gonna open it up to Sword Coast Volos. Um, and, and and player's handbook uh, for this next uh, absolutely yeah just yeah. those just those three publications um, again as we continue onward we will expand out and use other publications but it's really good to get familiar with these wizards publications because there's a lot of really good content in there and it's great to get refamiliarized you know with with the basics yeah uh, so if you want if you actually actually ever anyone ever listen to this you can reach us at at D&D Character Lab, that's letter N because we could not put the ampersand on Twitter, and D&D Character Lab at Gmail if you want to send us uh, any sort of ideas or thoughts that you have about our characters or characters that you would like to see us try to create. Uh, that is something that we might be interested in doing down the line. Yeah, and if, if I, any of you ever do feel like any of these characters are um, fun characters to play, shoot us a message over on Twitter. We have our character sheets ready to go, and we can actually just send them to you, and uh, they're ready to play. Yeah, and mine is in pencil because that's the way it should be done. And I use OrcPub, so shout out to my friends over at OrcPub. All right, well, thank you for listening. If you did, I am Garen. I'm Dan. Have a good day. This has been a production of the D&D Character Lab Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DND Character Lab. Or shoot us an email at dndcharacterlab at gmail.com. Most importantly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app.